This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. We're going live. We'll do it live! This is the Come On Man podcast. And here's your host, Paul Bauer. Good morning, everybody. We are live. Live on a Wednesday. It is pouring rain outside. It is absolutely pouring rain outside for me. I woke up this morning and I was like, oh man, I hope this doesn't impact the live stream. You know, like it, it might not impact the audio or the bandwidth. Sometimes it does, but more, I, I have a tin roof. <laughs> and I'm like, I hope they don't hear the, the rain pounding on the roof right now. Anyway, we are live folks. Join me for these every Wednesday and Friday mornings at 10 a.m. Eastern time. But if you can't make it, that's what the replays are for. Today, we're going to be talking about the secrets the secrets to dating app success. I know there's going to be guys angrily watching, talking about how dating apps suck or you can't find high quality whamming on dating apps <laughs> or spout off about some statistics about how men are at a disadvantage on dating apps or whatever, whatever. I hear it all the time. <laughs> guys sit there and talk about why they can't do something as opposed to figuring out how they can. You know what I mean? Uh, sad. It's sad. So check this out though. I made this earlier this week because uh, mainly because some jerk on Instagram wanted to see my receipts. You got to see your receipts, Paul. <laughs> so let me, let me show you this video real quick here. That's Nurse Chick, everybody. That's Nurse Chick. <laughs> so for the people that are listening on the audio replay, uh, I played a TikTok that I made earlier this week. It was uh it, it was from the it was from uh, Jurassic Park where the guy takes the lady's head in the Jeep and points it over at the dinosaurs and she stands up like all in shock. So and then it cuts over to a picture of me and, and Nurse Chick. So I met Nurse Chick on a dating app, guys. I met Nurse Chick on Match.com. Um, and so uh, there's high-quality women on the dating apps. And uh, she's pretty hot. She uh, she does she has, uh, fitness competitions. So that picture, the first picture, the one with all the, <laughs> the magnificent cleavage. God bless you, hon. Uh, all the magnificent cleavage in that, that was from her fitness competition. She was doing a PNBA competition in Phoenix last year. So that was like, uh, I want to say October, October-ish that we took those pictures. And I just look like absolute garbage in that picture because she's got spray tanned up, you know, and with all of her extra spray tan with all the lighting and stuff like that, I just look like washed out as hell. <laughs> I just I look so terrible in those pictures and she looks so amazing. I like, that's why I like showing those pictures. Cause it shows like the, the, like a, a total ridiculous, you know, contrast, but, but yeah, anyways. Uh, oh, and then I, 
there's always jerks on there like, let's see your face, bro. Uh, no, I, I cover her face to protect her anonymity. Okay. There's a lot of creeps out there, but that's her, you know? So I'm not, I'm not showing her face though. You know, I'm respecting her, her privacy. There's a lot of, there's a lot of creepy ass dudes out there. You guys have no idea. You guys have no clue. But uh, yeah, so anyway, met her on a dating app and she treats me like an absolute king. So, you know, this, this, this people that like shit all over dating apps. Oh, uh, damn it. I'm not at the eight minute mark. I'll probably going to get demonetized now. You guys better send me some super chests this morning. <laughs> so I'm probably getting de demonetized already. But anyway, it's possible. Okay. You guys can, it, you know, it's, it's, it's all a numbers game. It's all a grind, no matter what way you want to go as far as meeting women. Okay. Um, it, the average, like they, people complain about, uh, how it's unfair towards men. Right. Cause there's like, you know, there's, there's a vast majority of men on dating apps, right? There's like, I don't know. It's like an, you know, an 80, 20, type rule situation where there's 80, 80 dudes to every 20 chicks on there. And then like the guys are all going for the same hot chicks and the same hot chicks are going for the same, like 5% of men, whatever you guys can try to talk yourself out of it all you want, or you can implement some strategy and get some better results. So that's what this, this episode's about. There's a method to the madness. Okay. Um, and if you apply them, you'll really stand out. So anyway, before we get too far into this, let's uh, go ahead and do some of this housekeeping stuff. Be sure to like, subscribe, hit those notifications. Drop a comment. Any comment will do. If you guys are watching live right now, participate in the uh, the live chat. That helps uh, these shows go by a lot quicker. If You, you might have some insight to some of the stuff that uh, I might have missed. So if you do, like if you're a total you know dating app guru player, like uh, my man Caudio, who likes to show up for these live streams and stuff like that, you know, sound off with some of your stuff, man. We'll we'll share that. Uh, get uh, follow me on social media. The links are in the description on all the good platforms. Um, mainly on Instagram. I like Instagram the best. Join the Patreon, Patreon.com/slash Come On Man Pod. You can join for as little as ten dollars. That helps support the show more than you know. Uh. And then if you sign up for the, the $10 a month, you get all of Monday's uh, interviews ad-free. So none of this stuff, none of this opening stuff where I'm telling you to join the Patreon, you know, you just get the interview portion, the stuff, the meat, right? The meat, not the bread. <laughs> and then if you want some coaching, I, I do that all through Patreon as well. So if you need help with the dating app stuff, right? If like you just, you, maybe you need... Bet, uh, help with conversations like how to get that banter going like maybe you're just like everything else is good you just need help with that join the patreon at either tier two or tier three and that's that's how i handle my coaching it's just easier that way there's no contracts once you get what you need from the program you can leave at any time no harm no foul uh send a super chat if you guys are watching live right now sending super chats really does support the show you can send one for i think as little as a dollar um, you can also send a super sticker as well. If you don't have anything cool to say, <laughs> you just want to support the show, but this really helps out the show. Like us content creators, we're largely supported by you out there. Uh, the, the ad revenue from, from these platforms is like pennies. Get on the email list, list.comeonmanpod.com. I will send you some free stickers. If you are watching, you can see what the stickers look like. If you're listening on the audio version later, uh, come over to the YouTube sometime and take a look at what these stickers look like. And then if you like those designs, they're all available on 
coffee mugs. Uh, this one's not available as a sticker, though. This is my no cold approach in the cow pasture. Uh, this one's only available uh, on the merch store. But you can get the merch at merch.comeonmanpod.com. Um, I've, I've linked to the coffee mugs down uh, down below the video here on YouTube. So if you want to check those out, your coffee tastes better in these. All right. And then check out my practical law of attraction course, loa.comeonmanpod.com. It's a mindset course, guys. It's not it's not woo-woo chakras or, or magical thinking or horoscopes and <laughs> whatever. It's uh, There's basically three explanations for the law of attraction. Okay, there's a spiritual one, there's a quantum theory one, right? Like quantum physics. And then there's a psychological one. And I, th I think that a lot of guys can wrap their heads, wrap their brains <laughs> around the psychological explanation much easier than they can any of the other ones. So I really tried to keep my course on that, uh, on that explanation. So this will help you really get your mind right in all areas of your life, right? Not just, not just dating, but the, the funny thing about this is once you really get hyper-focused on the things that you want in life, and that's what this is all about, right? You're, you're getting hyper-focused on the things that you want in life. Your mind, your subconscious mind will crank away 24 hours a day, trying to figure out how to make that a reality for you. It's not magic. It just, you just start coming up with ideas, right? You'll be in the shower and all of a sudden you'll have an epiphany. Uh, I should look this up today. I should do this today or whatever. And the, the important thing is that when you get those inspired thoughts, those epiphanies, you act on it, right? Um, and that's what happens. You basically are just programming your brain to, to start cranking away at problems and figuring out problems to make things a reality for you. So it's, it's not magic at all. Let me play a commercial for that and uh, we'll get started. Do you struggle to find the kind of women you want? Are you tired of swiping away all day on dating apps and only finding mediocre women? When you're out and about at the supermarket or at the mall, all you see are woke liberal women. You can't seem to find a traditional submissive woman that checks all your boxes. What if I were to tell you that the reason why you can't find your traditional submissive woman is because of your mindset, because of your paradigm. We get what we focus on in life. And you have programmed your mind to think that there's only trash women around you. You've programmed your mind by focusing on what you don't want in a relationship. To solve this problem, I've created my Practical Law of Attraction course. In my course, I will teach you how to reprogram your subconscious mind so that you will be hyper aware of the kind of women that will check all of your boxes. It's not that they weren't there before, it's just that you weren't aware of them because of your current mindset. So let's change that mindset today. Check out my course by visiting loa.comeonmanpod.com. That's loa.comeonmanpod.com. The law of attraction is nothing without action. So act now. This episode is brought to you by sax.com. At sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Act now, guys. Act now. Uh, Israel has a question here right off the bat. 
What do you think about the apps that make you pay to be shown or to see the girls that liked you, which I think most of them are bots. Should we pay at all? Uh, yeah, I actually do think that you get a better experience on dating apps. If you pay, you really do. And you can, uh, like on Tinder and Bumble, especially you get to use the app a lot more like how women use the apps, right? You could be a little more passive with the, with these apps. You can uh, just wait to see who swipes on you. And then if you like them or not, then you could swipe on them. You know what I mean? Like women, uh, they don't, if they don't pay, they're, they're guaranteed pretty much like a, you know, 90% match rate. So it's almost guaranteed that if she swipes right on somebody, that person's going to be swiping right on her. So that's not the same with guys, right? We don't have, we have a much lower match rate. So if you pay, then, uh, you know, you can be a little more passive with it and, and sort of be a little more choosier. And then you also are not wasting your time, like swiping all, all day long on the, on the apps. And another cool thing too, I was telling one of my clients about it. And I used to do this on uh, Tinder is uh, on Monday nights, Monday nights, uh, I think around 9 PM, I believe is what the statistic is, but Monday nights around 9 PM are the busiest times on Tinder. So if you pay for the app, you get a certain amount of, of profile boosts. So on Monday nights around 9 p.m., like hit the boost button and boost your profile. And then that puts you at the top of the line for, you know, all the ladies in your area. You'll get more swipes that way. So, yeah, I actually if you can afford it, I, I, I actually do recommend paying for it. And, yeah, there's a lot of bots on there, but it's pretty easy to weed out bots on, on dating apps. Let's see here. I suspect early on those apps were throttling your options to make more money. Yeah, they probably were, you know? Yeah. <laughs> which is, which is really shitty. You know, there's a man. I, I was on, I was on uh, Zeusk for a while. Zeusk dating app. I went on actually a lot of dates on Zeusk and they do a lot of that kind of stuff, man. They have a lot of little bells and whistles that to make you, you know, pay a little bit extra to do this sort of thing. One thing I will say about paying in a, Cause I was, I had a client that was buying uh, roses on, on hinge roses. Don't do shit. You know, those are, those are an absolute waste of money. Like don't, don't send girls roses on, on hinge. Like, don't do that. Like if you can't actually comment on one of their pictures or one of their prompts, you're wasting your time sending a rose. So anyway, <laughs> good question guys. This is great. All right. Where are we at here? So dating apps, the secrets to dating apps, dating apps comes down to four basic things. Okay. It comes down to the quality of your pictures, your bio, how you open conversations and how you close for a date. And we're going to get into all these today. Um, and then all this comes from my upcoming book on everything I wish I knew when I was 18. So I'm in the process of writing my dating and spinning plates chapter, which is it's a really long chapter. Like I'm, and I only write every other weekend. So, uh, so this chapter is broken up into a bunch of subsections. And this last Sunday I was writing it on my, uh, my section on dating apps. And so I thought it'd be a great topic for a live today. Oh, Hey, Israel sent me a super sticker. $24. Uh, what was that Mexican? We will, you get this brother, you get this. Are we, yeah, we're past the eight minute mark. I was just going to say it. This guy fucks. Am I right? <laughs> Thanks for that, man. I appreciate that. That really helps support the show. 
Uh, let's see here. All right. Oh, this guy. Here we go. Time out. Anyway, so let me go through the list of all the things I have here, and I'm going to be bouncing around. I got several sort of sheets of notes here. But dating apps comes down to four things. Talked about that. So what I recommend is there's about six, six uh, types of picks that every man needs. Now, when I was when I was on dating apps, uh, I was reading a lot of these dating books. I still do. I still read these books. Uh, the books that I recommend, I reread these. And I recommend that you guys do too. There's a list uh, down in the description, a list of my recommended reading. Um, and I don't get any money from that. I'm not like an Amazon affiliate or anything. Uh, I got, <laughs> got kicked out of that program years ago. So I, I don't make any money off of recommending these books. But check it out down in the description. There's a bunch of these books down there. And one of the books that I read was Rich Cooper's The Unplugged Alpha. And he has a section on, on dating apps, on how to get the girls. And what I found was his recommendations. I, I think he, he had five, five picks that he recommended. And I started incorporating those in my dating app profile and, you know, had great results with them. So I incorporated his, his five. And then I, I added one because on, I think on, on Tinder, you can have six, right? Or you might actually be able to have more than that, but you don't really need more than that. You know what I mean? So anyways, there's six types of pics every man needs. Now they recommend no selfies, okay? A lot of guys, all their pics are selfies. Uh, there's a reason why you, you shouldn't do that for the most part, because that basically shows that you have no friends, you have no social life, you're not a cool person to be around. Like women like a person that has other friends and stuff like that, right? They like a, a, to date guys that have a cool life. And if you're just by yourself all the time at your house taking selfies, you don't have a cool life. You're a boring motherfucker. Okay. So don't do that. <laughs> but I'll show you, I'm going to show you a selfie that I used to have in my profile and I used to do just fine with it. And I'll show you, I'll tell you why I think I, I, I did fine with it. Um, but in, in, you can take all these rules, right? Like if you're just really sucking on dating apps right now, like I highly recommend implementing at least some of these types of pictures in your profile. Okay. Um, but if the funny thing is, is that you really just want to show women that you live a cool lifestyle. So however you can do that, you can, all these rules go out the window. Okay. Yeah, here we go. Rudy had a, a couple of selfies. I'm sure. I'm sure. They all, but, it, but I bet you those selfies, like you were doing something cool. You know what I mean? Or there was other things going on in those pictures that, that made you still seem like a, uh, an attractive guy. So I'll, I'll talk about that. I've got a selfie example here. Uh, but let's talk about some of these, uh, some of these here. Let me pull up my notes. So the first one you want is a really good headshot. Okay. You want a good headshot. That should probably be your prominent, uh, your first picture, right? Your, your main profile picture. You want a full body shot without your hat. Oh, I just spilled some coffee without your hat. Right. So if you have a shaved head like this, uh, you want to show that to chicks. You want them to know what they're they're working with here. OK. And you want to have a smile. You want to have a smile in this full body pick or at least in one of your picks because you want to show chicks that you have your teeth. OK. And I'm going to get into this. But if your grill is messed up so you don't smile in anything because you're you're hiding your grill, you need to you need to invest in your grill. OK. You need to put some money in that. Go go get go see a dentist right get if your teeth are all crooked 
now is time to look into like Invisalign or getting braces or something like that. Okay. Invest in yourself. All right. You'll have, you'll have more confidence if you do that. If your teeth are all yellow and stained and stuff like that, do some teeth whitening. I'll, I'll talk about this a, a little bit more later. Right. But fix your fucking grill. Okay. That's important. So let's say that your, your teeth are, are okay. You want to be smiling at at least one pick so that chicks know that you have your teeth. Cause that's actually a big thing for chicks. Like there, if you don't smile in any of your picks, don't show your teeth in any of your picks. They're going to assume that you're a, you're a toothless meth addict and <laughs> they're going to swipe left on you. Okay. Uh, the next pick you want is a social proof pick, right? So you want to, you want to get a picture of you and like a couple of good friends, couple of family members is fine uh it's even better if you if you're surrounded by hot chicks in a picture because that that's the uh the whole pre-selection idea right those types of pics really help out uh on dating apps uh the next one is you want an action shot okay and when i say action shot i mean doing something cool like mountain biking or or, or backcountry skiing or something like that that shows that you live you you do exciting fun stuff because chicks want to join your lifestyle. You know what I mean? They, they chicks are chicks like it's funny too. You go on dating apps and you see chicks like they're doing this stuff too, right? They're all they're all, you know, mountain biking and and rock climbing and all this stuff. Like chicks don't they're, they're, most of those chicks are boring as fuck, okay? And they are looking for a guy to take them to go do fun stuff like that. Most chicks are live in a just a life of just absolute boredom. And they're looking for a guy to spice things up. And so you want to have that action shot that shows like, hey, I'm this guy. I, I will take you on an adventure. Oh, yeah, here we go. Got Invisalign at 32. Best decision ever. Women love a man. The yeah, and Ru <laughs> Rudy's got probably the, the best smile in the business. <laughs> have at least one group pick. Yeah, yeah. That's what I mean by the social proof pick. Yeah, 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 absolutely. And then uh, number five, now this one is absolutely from Rich Cooper, okay? This one I got from him and I was like, this is great. This is awesome. He says, you need to have a mystery shot, all right? So women love a mystery, all right? This could be a picture of you facing a sunset with only your silhouette, you know what I mean? Um, and But what I had, what I ended up adding for my mystery shot was, uh, I was I'm a motorcyclist. So I had a picture that uh, an ex-girlfriend took of me on my bike. Let me show that here. Uh, let's see. I'll present it. All right. Come on, StreamYard. Is it this one? No, it's this one. There we go. All right. This is my mystery shot, guys, right here. <laughs> That's me. That's me next to my bike looking like fucking Mad Max villain, right? But you can't see my face or anything. I, I've got, I got my helmet on. That's my mystery shot. So something cool like that. And chicks love bikes. You know what I mean? Like that also shows, like if you're a motorcyclist, like that shows that you live an exciting life. You know, you're, you're not afraid of danger. Danger. Because motorcycles are dangerous, boys. <laughs> Anyways, that's, a, that's an example of a mystery shot that you can do. Uh, where were we? We are on this tab. And then finally, you want something cute. Okay. So this could be a picture of you holding a puppy or a kitten. I don't recommend, like if you're a single dad, don't, don't have pictures of your kids on dating apps. The kids don't belong on dating apps, but have a picture of a, holding a cat or something like that. You know, it gives you the awe factor. Like, aw, look at this guy. 
A lot of guys like to hold up dead fish. Oh, but I got to show her that I'm a provider. I'm a hunter. I can, I can provide food. Like you realize that they're supermarkets, right? Like that's just a dumb concept these days. <laughs> so the idea of like holding up a fish is uh, it's chicks are like chicks complain about the fish picks so much. So instead of holding up a dead animal, like a fish, hold a live cute animal. That'll do That'll do you so much better. So anyway, like I said before, though, that uh, all of these, all of these sort of, you know, all these rules go out the window um, is as long as you're showing that you live a cool lifestyle, right? So I have a selfie here that I had on my profile for a long time. In fact, this was like my primary picture for a long time. And I was going on lots of dates with this one. Let's see here. And I shared this on social media and I was asking people like why they thought that this picture uh, worked, right? Why does this one work when they say don't use selfies? And so there's a couple of reasons why that I think this picture here worked, all right? So one, look at these guns right here. <laughs> I'm in surprisingly good shape. You can never tell on these live streams. But the, the lighting was perfect that day. And you can see like the definition in my shoulders and my, my triceps here. And uh, so that shows I'm in shape. You can actually see pretty much my, my, my whole upper body, so my torso. So you can see I'm not a fat piece of shit. And the thing is here in like in my area, out here in the cow pasture, out in the cow pasture, I uh, if you look at all the guys in the in in the area on the dating apps, like I'm in I'm in prime shape <laughs> in this picture. Like all the guys out here are corn fed, country bumpkins, and like it's, it was just really easy to not be fat and be able to stand out on dating apps in this environment. Also, there's a waterfall back here in the background, and, and, and bitches love waterfalls, guys. Bitches love waterfalls. <laughs> but anyway, this this selfie. Oh, and I'm also using a selfie stick, so you it does. It's not like your typical selfie. It, it's almost like someone's taking this picture, right? So there's that, and then also, you know, this is like an exciting place. It's like I go and do fun, exciting things out here. So this is a pretty good picture. You know, another rule that they say: don't wear sunglasses and hats in all these pictures. Look at this. I'm breaking all the rules here, but the chicks like it. And I think it's because I, you know, I took them to the gun show. <laughs> I took them to the gun show in this picture. So anyway, selfies can work, right? Uh, and if you're in shape, if you're in shape, a lot of these rules go out the window too, because you're just like, everything looks good. You know what I mean? So that's a, that's something that you could do. Go to the fucking gym. All right. Because a lot of the a lot of the stuff comes down to your looks, especially on dating apps. A lot of this comes down to if you're in shape or not. And if you're out of shape and you live a boring lifestyle, you are going to have a sucky time on uh, on a dating app. Shooting range picks work well too. You know, I did have a couple of pictures of me out in the desert shooting. There's some apps that won't even let you have it. Like if they if you upload a picture of a gun, like they'll take it down. I think Bumble's like that. Um, I've, I've heard, I've heard other dating coaches and, and guys in the space, like, uh, Eric explains on TikTok. he recommends against shooting picks just because, um, guns are, are guns become like a political debate, but you know what, you're going to, you're going to weed out the liberal chicks that you don't want to date anyway with, with those. So I, I can see where you're going with that. Let's see. <laughs> 
Is it a good idea to include a dick pic in your Tinder profile? I know it's a ballsy move. Hey, oh, I'll be here all week. Uh, no. <laughs> we'll say, I'm going to say no to the dick pics, guys. All right. So those are pictures. Let's see here. Where are we at on the outline? Uh, so yeah, if you're, if you're in shape, a lot of these, a lot of these rules go out the window, you know what I mean? Is But you still have to, you still want to sh essentially show women that you live a cool lifestyle. Don't just have a bunch of selfies in your house. It's, it's not, it's not going to put out the right message. You know what I mean? It's not a good way to, uh, advertise, advertise yourself. And also just pictures of you just drinking beers with your, with your buddies that just makes you look like an alcoholic. You know what I mean? Like you do want to have a social proof pick, but you don't want that in every picture, you know? All right. So let's talk about style a little bit because, uh, one, I have like the worst style everywhere. Everyone like, you know, everyone gives me shit because I, I'm a t-shirt and jeans guy, <laughs> but in my dating app profile, I actually said, uh, that, you know, I'm, uh, I'm a t-shirt and jeans guy. Don't expect anything else. So I led with that. And then on top of that, when I go out on dates, like I'm not wearing this, you know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm, I might dress casually. I might wear jeans, but like I'll wear, I'll wear like a, a Henley shirt or something that's got, you know, that's, that's like long sleeved and it's got some buttons here or whatever. You know, I, I would do that, but you know, I, uh, I, I wouldn't dress like this and I wouldn't wear a hat on, on dates. Um, and, and be, I, I started shaving my head when I was already dating nurse chick. So I wasn't, I wasn't doing the shaved head thing, but I would just own that too. You know, if I, if I find myself back on the dating circuit, uh, I would just own that stuff too, but I, I wouldn't wear a hat. I wouldn't try to cover it up on a date at all. I would have a bunch of pics with me without, without my hat on in my dating pick. Cause you, th this looks like I'm hiding stuff, right? I, I'm not, I don't care. I just like hats, but, um, they also protect my head from the sun, <laughs> my bald ass head. But, uh, but yeah, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't dress like this on dates just so you know. Yeah, dude, if you're, if you're in shape, if you're just not fat, you're already, yeah. In top 25, 20% of men. Yeah. Because especially in America, because we just did a rule zero on this because 75% uh, of people are obese in the United States. So if you're just not obese, you're already, you're already above most people. That's right. Losing your hair. Time to go full Bruce Willis, baby. Damn right. <laughs> <clears throat> whatever you do, whatever you do, don't do the pick from above fat girl bathroom selfie. <laughs> That's hilarious. You know what? I just realized here that I don't have my, uh, what I had in my bio. So I'm going to, I'm going to log into like one of my old dating apps here just because I keep the bio on there so I can copy it and send it to clients. Let's see here. I want to log in with my phone number. Thank you. So uh, anyway, because I wanted, I do want to talk about bios a little bit. So we want to get to that. So let me make sure that I have that ready. And I'm, I apologize that I, uh, <laughs> I didn't have this ready. I just thought of this though. All right. Thank you for this code. You know, Tinder is funny because like they send you a code to your phone and then they send you a code to your email. It's like, come on. Like who's hacking into people's like dating app? Oh, I guess girlfriends, I guess, you know, wives <laughs> are hacking into people's dating app profiles. So you need to have 
not just two-factor authentication, but three-factor. Okay, here we go. Let me get this ready. Let's see here. Let me go to my profile. I just want to make sure I have this up. All right. Okay, cool. Now let's get back on topic here. So everything looks good if you're in shape. So we're going to talk about style here. So everything looks good on you if you are in shape, right? If there's no way around it on dating apps. If you are out of shape right now, it behooves you to start like watching your diet, start losing some weight and start getting fit. Okay. Um, if you are in good shape, if you are in great shape, yeah, you can wear a burlap sack and everything will look great on you. Okay. But you at least at least want to be in better shape than the guys in your area. So like I said, all the guys around here are all like, you know, corn-fed country bumpkins. So, you know, me just being thinner than them, I'm already I'm already, you know, sort of a prime candidate out here. Um, but a V taper, a V taper is hot, okay? So if you guys can uh, you know, trim your waistline down, build up your shoulders and your lats, Man, like that's a, that's actually like an evolutionary, uh, uh, ever was it, um, evolutionary, uh, uh, attraction marker for chicks, right? They're looking for that V taper. Okay. That's just, it's bi biologically hardwired into women to want a guy with that V taper. Um, so try to get that other than that, you guys want to, you guys want clothes that fit. A lot of guys wear baggy clothes. They dress for comfort, not for style. They dress in, in clothes that are one size or a half size too big. That just makes you look, that just makes you look frumpy as hell, you know? So you want to get, you want to get uh, clothes that fit that actually you probably want maybe like a, a half a size or a size smaller than you're used to that, that really just sort of like form fits you and stuff like that. Now you don't, now, if you're wearing a button-up shirt and the buttons look like they're holding on for dear life, that's too small. <laughs> but go one go one size up to where like your clothes actually fit your form very well. Uh, and then you also want to dress for your personality and environment. Okay, so uh, one of the books that I highly recommend is is Atomic Attraction by Christopher Canwell. And in that book, he recommends wearing a suit. Right. Go out and get a suit because because women like a guy wearing a suit. Well, out here in the cow pasture, nobody wears suits. It, nobody wears suits out here. In fact, it's kind of a funny situation because Nurse Chick loves getting dressed up. Nurse Chick has like like full length ball gowns that she wants to wear out. And uh, we've gone to like higher end restaurants at where she's wearing that. And like people are wearing fucking shorts and stuff in the place. You know what I mean? So it's like, we're always overdressed when we go out. And, uh, and, and because of that, like, I won't, I don't have, I don't own a full suit. Actually I own suits, but they're from back at when I was a fat fuck. So those don't fit. So I I've had to, just so that I can take nurse chick out and be stylish. I've had to get sport coats, but I wear my sport coats with like my nicest jeans and my nicest cowboy boots. You know what I mean? Like that's, that's dressing up out here. And even then it's too fancy for the Western slip of Colorado. So, like I said, you got to dress for your personality and your environment. So when I went, was going out on dates, I wasn't wearing suits and stuff like that. I wasn't wearing dress shirts or whatever. I was wearing, I was wearing jeans, but like, you know, nice jeans. I was, I would clean my shoes up, you know, I, I'd polish them. And then I would wear like a, you know, like a Henley shirt or something like that. I was still casual, but the, the clothes fit, 
You know what I mean? So I still look good in the clothes, uh, but they were more casual clothes. So you want to, you want to dress for your personality and your environment. Now, if you live in like a place like New York city, where people actually do wear suits on dates, get a suit. It'll, it'll help you out. Let's see. Hold on. Oh, here we go. I have a question about that. You talk about shaving your head. How do you deal with the in-between stage after shaving your head and it starts to get prickly? Well, I try to, so, so right now my head's a little bit prickly. Um, the thing is when you shave your head, like it, if it's a little prickly, it still looks, it still looks okay. It still looks presentable. I think, um, I use an electric shaver. I use a, an electric skull shaver cause I, you know, shaving with a blade, I nick myself too much. So I like using the skull shaver. So when you use the skull shaver, it never gets like skin smooth anyway. So, you know, I just sort of look at it like it's the Jason Statham look. Like Jason Statham isn't like fully, you know, Bic shaved. He's got a little bit of of stubble going on in his head. So I wouldn't worry about it, but just try to get yourself an electric uh, shaver. Like let's say you like to Bic it, right? And Bic it, but then get an electric shaver to, you know, maybe keep it trim uh, every on the days that you don't want to use, a, a, you know, an actual razor. Uh, but I try to I try to use my electric razor uh, every day to try to maintain it, or at least keep it as short as possible. So that's what I recommend. <laughs> you just write it out till it's time to shave again, pretty much, you know. But try to you can try to shave daily, and like I said, it makes it it's easier with the with a, an electric an electric uh, shaver. So get one of those and get. So I've I've had two of those. I had a, a wallops. Uh, or what's it called? An all. A ales wallops or something like that from amazon that fucking razor lasted like five months before the the motor died on it <clears throat> and um i've had my skull shaver now for like six months and it's still going great and then they have a they have a razor replacement uh subscription that's pretty pretty affordable it's like 20 20 bucks like every couple months and they send you a new razor like in the mail so you don't even have to think about it i i i really like their their product Use brawn. <laughs> there you go. If they, see, I the thing is about like a, like a regular electric razor on like a facial razor is like it's hard to get all the angles right uh, on your head. Whereas like the the ones that are you know designed for skull shaving, those ones work pretty good. I don't know if brawn makes one specifically for for that. <laughs> don't shave your balls with the same one though. <laughs> All right. We talked about clothes that fit uh, shoes. So I talked about this, what I would do with my boots, right? Keep them cleaned or polished. All right. Boots and jeans. If you want that casual look, look really good. Right. I wear cowboy boots because uh, I live out in the cow pasture. Right. And uh, chicks, chicks love guys in cowboy boots, especially out here. But, you know, that might not look as as cool in a place like L.A. for some guys. Right. So, you know, get, find some uh, find some actual like leather shoes to wear that are stylish that you can wear, wear with your clothes and just make sure that they're, they're cleaned and polished. Um, now if you like really like that urban look, right? Like maybe, you know, maybe you're a, maybe you're a brother, <laughs> right. And, uh, wearing like boots and stuff like that just, you know, is not the style in your area. Uh, and you, and you, you, you wear sneakers everywhere you go, even on dates. Like, just make sure that your sneakers are clean, okay? Like, wear your, your best sneakers. You can make sneakers look really fucking stylish, all right? 
So do that. Just make sure that they're clean, right? You don't want to be wearing like dirty, muddy shoes and, and stuff like that. Chicks look at that stuff, you know? Chicks, chicks do look at that stuff. You want to smell good and have good hygiene. Now, I, I put this on here. You know, it's funny because like chicks can't smell you on a dating app, right? But but they can see what you look like. And there's studies that show that women can tell when a guy is wearing cologne just by his pictures, right? They talk about this in dating uh, in um, Atomic Attraction. Uh, they, they, they had pictures of different guys and they asked women to tell which, which guys were wearing cologne and women were a hundred percent able to pick out the guys wearing cologne every time, because when you smell good, you feel good. When you feel good, you're confident when you're, when, when you feel good, you know, you look good when you look good, you do good. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> so have good hygiene, smell good, you know, actually take showers. You know what I mean? Stand close to the soap. Just, it's just a good habit to get into. You know, a lot of guys fucking stink out there. Um, Nurse Chick and I went to a live wrestling show back in December in, in Salt Lake City, and the whole room fucking smelled so bad. And like, Nurse, it was smelled so bad, Nurse Chick like brought it up. She was like, it stinks in here, you know? And I was like, yeah, that's because there's a bunch of, uh, you know, incel motherfuckers that love wrestling. <laughs> But they like they they just need to take showers more, you know, stand closer to the soap. Like it's it's chicks don't want to date a smelly motherfucker, okay? You know what? Down below, link down below, I'm an affiliate for for Duke Cannon. Duke Cannon is uh they sell men's grooming products. And they're some of the best men's products around. And they're uh they smell fucking awesome, okay? I use all their colognes. Uh I and I I've been talking about these for years. Their colognes are inexpensive but I've never met a chick that didn't fucking love them. And I have, I have one for each day of the week and, and nurse chick loves uh, my Saturday cologne, which is grant, which they don't make anymore. And uh, they were putting it on clearance and nurse chick bought like a case of them so that like, I'd never run out. Cause she fucking loves this so much. So anyways, down below there's a link uh, for Duke cannon. And um, if you use that link, like they, they give me a kickback, but it's like pennies. So, uh, but you can get their stuff on Amazon too. Their soap, they have these big ass bars of soap. Uh, that's what I use in the shower. I cut them in half and they last forever. There's, uh, there's none of those, uh, parabens in them too, that, that lower your testosterone. So they're, they're an all natural soap. Like I highly recommend them. Uh, let's see here. Facial hair, facial hair. That's a good testosterone marker, right? Um, so if you, you know, if you can grow facial hair, do it, do it. Chicks actually dig it. Um, now studies show that women prefer, uh, the look of a guy that has about 10 days worth of stubble. All right. That studies show that now you can go above and, and, and below that. Like out here in the country, I think chicks like guys with bigger, like longer beards. It really depends on the area, but studies show that they, they like a guy about with about 10 days worth of, of growth. So figure out what that is like shave cleanly, let it go for 10 days and then find a, get a trimmer and a guide and figure out what that length is and just keep it there. <laughs> Ducan sounds like a seventies porn star. <laughs> All right. Uh, hairstyle. So get something current and in style that fits your face. All right. Now, high end salons, they do the best job. 
and it's worth the money. So go to a high-end salon at least once and ask the stylist to do something that uh, fits your face, that looks really good, and then ask them like how to maintain it and like how to style it. Like how do you style it, right? And then ask them to take pics of it. If they have, if they take pics and you have pics, then you can go to a cheaper salon, you know, like great clips or fantastic Sam's or whatever. And, and then usually like the lower end salons, as long as you have a picture, they can replicate it. You know, like the lower end salons kind of suck at actually giving you a style. And, um, but the high end salons, like that's what they do. Like, and, and it's worth the money at least to do it once. And then we talked about this already. If you're balding, you have some options. Um, you can get a hair transplant. All right. My buddy, uh, my buddy Rudy here back here. Let me see if I could find him. Uh, my buddy Rudy here. He's been on, he's been on the podcast before and we've talked about this a little bit, but he's had a hair transplant, right? So that's an option. You can get Rogaine. Rogaine uh, will actually, you know, help you re regrow your hair. Uh, but the problem with Rogaine or transplants is that uh, with transplants, you're you're probably going to lose your hair eventually anyway. You know what I mean? Like it might just prolong the the, the inevitable. Like 20 years down the line, you're going to start going through the same process. And a lot of guys that get hair transplants, they're they're prescribed Rogaine to try to slow that process down. Um, and then so that leads me to Rogaine. What's the problem with Rogaine? Well, the problem with Rogaine is that it it lowers your testosterone levels. All right, which can be a problem that can affect other things that can that can affect other things in your life. So I don't recommend that, but you, those are options for you. OK, then your third option is you can just fucking own it. <laughs> you can just own it and shave it. Uh, it turns out that chicks actually do find shaved heads attractive. Look at Jason Statham. Look at The Rock. OK, like chicks actually do find shaved heads attractive. Uh, my girlfriend likes it. So I just, you know, my hair, like my hair is, I've always had a big forehead, but I've really noticed that in my forties, like my hairline's really starting to recede, you know? And then obviously I'm making videos online. People are, the, you know, they're so kind to point shit out like that. Right. <laughs> so I started really just noticing my hairline and I was just like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just going to shave it. So I, I, I started shaving it last year and now I get people that, you know, they give me shit about the shaved head. It's like, I get it. I get it. I'm bald. I'm bald, guys. I fucking know. <laughs> you think I don't know? Like, come on, dumbasses. Anyway, so just shave it and own it, you know. Uh, and also, like, chicks, uh, if you if you have the shaved head and, and you're confident about it, like, that just, that's sexy to women. Um, so I said here, no toupee or comb over, okay? Now those are options, but they're terrible options. Okay. If you get it, like eventually, if you're wearing a toupee, that, that motherfucker eventually has to come off. You know what I mean? It's like a, a you know, a chick that's wearing a, a girdle or something, you know, like you're like, Oh, I thought you were much thinner than you really are. You know, that kind of stuff, like it comes to light. Um, and then a comb over is just not fucking fooling anybody. Um, I was watching WWE recently, right? And John Cena's back. And John Cena now has a bald spot right here. And in the, the last time he was on TV, uh, it was with uh, uh, Austin Theory. And Austin Theory gave him shit about his bald spot. And, and John Cena showed it on air. And, and John Cena has his hair combed back and over his head. 
right? To try to cover that bald spot. I'm like, you're not fooling anyone, John. Like you can see that, that your hair's fucking thinning back there, dude. Just shave it. Just fucking own it. Do what, do, do what Stone Cold did. Do what The Rock did. Shave it. Just own it. You're not fooling anybody. Do you own Manscaped? I actually do. I have a Manscaped trimmer. That thing's uh, great. But you know what? Uh, it, although it, it, it nicks less than a regular trimmer, it's not nick free. Don't don't let the ads fool you. <laughs> no, dude. No, spray on here. Fuck that. No, no spray on here. <laughs> teeth. All right. We get back to teeth. I talked about it a little bit earlier, but brush your fucking teeth, guys, at least twice a day. You know, your dentists say like you're supposed to brush your teeth after every meal. I think that's highly unrealistic, but uh, brush your teeth at least twice a day in the morning and at night. Okay. Your teeth are important. If you have yellowing teeth, now I had this problem. I had this problem. I couldn't figure it out for a long time. And then one day I was watching, I was watching my friend Benny. You know, my he's a dating coach. He's been on the he's been on the podcast. He's a three percent brother, Coach Benny Lichtenwalner. And I was watching one of his videos, man, and his teeth were just white as fuck. And I was just like like blinding white, right? If you watch, uh, if you watch Ryan Stone, Ryan's got white fucking teeth too. And so anyway, I asked Benny. I was like, dude. Legit question, man. How do you get your teeth so fucking white? Because I was, I was, I have, you know, I'm a coffee drinker. Um, and I used to, I was a smoker for years. Like my teeth were like dingy, like yellow. And uh, he was like, oh, teeth whitening strips, teeth whitening strips. And I was like, really? Like, that's it? That's the secret? And so I went to the store. I bought, I bought the, uh, the store brand. And that's what he recommended too. He, he bought, he buys the Kroger store brand of the teeth whitener strips. I buy the Walmart brand. And uh, you just wear them for like 30 minutes to an hour a day. And within like two weeks, you'll see a noticeable dif difference. So do that. It's worth it. Um, and then, like I said, we said earlier, right? If your teeth are messed up, do yourself a favor and invest in your smile, right? Go go to a dentist, go to an orthodontist, get them straight, straightened out, get veneers. If you're missing teeth, you know, don't, don't, don't get dentures, like spend the money, like get, get the implants. Okay. They have implants now where you can like, they actually put posts into your, uh, your jaw and like they put the, these caps on it and you get, you can live a normal life again. You don't like my grandpa used to have dentures. My grandma used to have partials and they could never eat corn on the cob. They always had to like, they would make corn on the cob and then they would cut off the corn pieces because they had these dentures. Like if you have implants, you can actually eat corn on the cob and stuff like that. Hey guys, if you have a question, send a super chat, support the show. Uh, let's see here. So that's teeth. Uh, less is more with bios. So <clears throat> I'm going to show you my, my bio here. Uh, and I'm just showing the bio. I don't want to show the, the actual dating app profile. Cause I think, I think the, the profile I, I, I added, I had last wasn't that good <laughs> back when I met nurse chick. I actually don't think my dating app profile was that great. The pictures weren't that great. But uh, let's see here. Let's stop sharing that. Let's share. Uh, what am I doing? I got to figure out the right button here. Share the screen. All right. Here's my Tinder bio. All right. I don't know if you guys can see that. Can we see that? There we go. So I said, too many people are trying to rush into relationships. I'm just seeing what's out there until I find the right woman to join me. My ideal match will be into fitness and outdoor activity uh, adventure like me and will complement my lifestyle. Is that you? 
T-shirt and jeans or shorts guy. Don't expect anything else. In fact, my T-shirt collection is borderline absurd, but I own it. I don't have a lot of time for texting, but getting to know each other in person is better anyway. Now, this, this was like probably my prime bio, right? There's not a lot to it. Um, and I, I, I got this one from Rich Cooper as well. I just modified it a little bit, right? But less is more with your bio. And what I'm doing here, there's a, there's a method to, there's some psychology in this, okay? So too many people are trying to rush into relationships. I'm just seeing what's out there until I find the right woman to join me. So basically I'm letting women know up front that I'm playing the field. But if I find the right woman to join me, then, you know, I'll consider some kind of long-term relationship. Um, but she's joining me. I'm setting that frame up, frame up from the get-go. You're joining me. Okay. Um, my ideal match will be into fitness and outdoor adventure like me and will complement my lifestyle. Is that you? Now I'm asking women to qualify themselves to me with that. So that's, uh, there's some psychology with this. And then the t-shirt and jeans thing, that's, I'm setting up my expectations. Like, Hey, I'm not a fucking suits guy. Don't, don't expect that. <laughs> and then the whole thing of, uh, I, I don't have a lot of time for texting, but getting to know each other better in person is better. Anyway, that means I'm not going to spend all day fucking blowing up your phone with good morning, good night texts. I'm not that guy. Texting is for logistics guys. Uh, you need to get into that habit. So I'm setting those expectations up right away. And this, this profile did really well. Feel free to steal it, uh, but don't copy it word for word. Like make it, make it fit your, your personality. Okay. Oh, do they, they, they use Dr. Song and whitening strips daily. Yeah. Well, and MLD also has veneers. He also has veneers. <clears throat> Have a link to your cash app in your bio. The hoes need to invest. <laughs> oh, we have a super chat here. Hank Moody. Here we go. You get this, brother. Hold on. I'm just going to say it. This guy fucks. Am I right? All right. Hank Moody with a $5 super chat. Perfect opener. They say everything happens for a reason, so I guess we better explore our reasons, LOL. Works for whatever she's looking for at any age. There you go. That's your opener. <laughs> You know, they, like my thing with openers is, uh, which we'll get to. My thing with openers is that uh, I don't, I don't want, I don't recommend openers that look cut and copied and pasted, right? Because chicks will will sort of assume that oh, you probably copied paste this on every every chicks, you know, for an opener. Now that works with that probably does do pull pretty well though. It's it's pretty clever. But uh, I, I like I, I like to try to tailor my openings for for uh, each individual chick. That's just me, though. All right. Less is more with bios. I showed you my bio. So how you open? Yeah, perfect. Perfect segue. So how you open? Um, so my man here gives a really good example, right? That's a good opener. You can feel free to use that one. Some of the guys, some guys in my in my uh, Patreon, my uh my Patreon. Let me uh, pull this up here. Some guys in my Patreon. I have two guys in my premium Patreon right now, tier three. They hired a dating coach out of Colorado. I can't, I don't know what the guy's name is, but he basically gave these guys like formulas, right? The, the, I will never give anybody a formula uh, as, as far as like, you know, conversation formula. I will never give you canned openers, canned pickup lines, anything like that. The problem with that is you're, you, if you memorize that stuff, 
um, when conversations go, flow outside of the script, like you don't know how to, you don't know how to deal with that. Right. So it's better to, to realize that it's an art form, learn how to banter, learn free association, learn to be able to think on your feet quickly. <clears throat> because if you do that, then you don't need canned openers. You know, you're just like a, you know, a witty guy in general. And like I said, you can work on that by practicing this thing called free association. You guys can look that up. <clears throat> but you'll learn to be, you know, quick-witted and stuff like that. So how I would open was I used to like to pick a girl's picture, right? And usually if they usually have like six pictures. So you can, you know, pick one of them and then try to guess what she was thinking in that moment. That was that was how I would open. That way it was tailored for every chick. It wasn't a canned opener. But the thing you guys have to realize, and I learned this going to my friend Benny, uh, my friend Benny did a, a men's retreat a couple of years ago. And he did a, a he did a, a, what was it? A, a lecture on, on dating apps from the woman's pers perspective. And he had his wife set up a, a fake uh, dating app profile. And she swiped on a whole bunch of guys on the way up to the camp, ended up with like 300 fucking matches. <clears throat> and, um, and then he was showing like, he had his wife sort of break down, like how she would go through her dating app back when she was on the dating apps. And she, what we learned from that experience was that women are, are really trying to filter out their options. They have like so many options. They're trying to filter them out. And, and what they'll do is they'll look at guys openers and you basically have to have about seven words to, to capture her attention with. You have seven words to capture her attention with because she's looking at it in the preview mode. She's looking at it from her inbox. So if you're saying something witty in the first like seven words, like she's going to look at that and go, oh, that, that seems interesting. Let me look at his pictures now. And as long as you look cute, she'll engage with you, right? That's how women typically use, use these dating apps. So you have to, your opener has to be capture her attention within like the first seven words. Then once you get into that conversation, you want to banter a little bit, right? Um, and what you want to do is you want to banter back and forth no more than about 10, 15 messages before finding a segue to set a date. And a lot of guys, their problem with dating apps is they think that they have to build rapport on a dating app. You do not build rapport on a dating app. You build rapport in person. Okay. So you banter back and forth. 10, 15 messages, and then you go to set that definite date. You want to get off the app as quickly as possible, okay? Um, and then also what you want to do is you want to be looking at her text bubble size, okay? And a lot of this is subconscious, but you want to keep your investment level one, one notch lower than hers, okay? Because if you just hold your phone back, like if you have a text conversation right now on your phone, <clears throat> pull up a text conversation, hold your phone back like this, Whose text bubbles are, are bigger, hers or yours? If your text bubbles are bigger, then you're chasing her, right? And chicks like subconsciously pick up on this shit, right? <laughs> so you want to like attractive guys don't have chicks chasing them. You know what I mean? They like, I'm sorry, attractive guys have chicks chasing them. Unattractive guys don't. Unattractive guys are chasing women. Attractive guys are sort of picking from their own options, okay? So you can uh, sort of create this experience on the dating app by keeping your investment level one, one notch lower than hers. But Paul, you're playing games. Yeah, but games are meant to be fun. I call this mirror game. You match and mirror her, her effort. 
right? This also includes how long it takes her to get back to you. If it if you send her a text message and then it takes her 20 minutes to reply, don't reply back right away, right? That makes you look needy as hell. And that again, a lot of this is subconscious. So she takes 20 minutes to reply back, wait 23 minutes to reply back to her, okay? Match and mirror and then go one, one notch lower than hers. Play that mirror game. Uh, and then you want to close, okay? So there's a couple ways of doing this. Uh, this is what I would do. So I would banter 10, 15 messages, and then I would find a segue to set a definite date. And so what I would do is I would say, you know what? You seem like a cool chick. We should, we should meet up for drinks sometime. When are you free? Okay. That was my pretty, pretty typical segue to set a definite date. Ask them when they're free. When you, you never ask a chick what the fuck they like to do. Don't get, you don't care. They're joining your lifestyle. For one and two, chicks hate that. Chicks hate having to make the decisions. They just want to show up looking pretty. They want you to make the decisions. That's your job as a man. So have some go tos that you go to for every first date. I would always take chicks to the feisty pint in Grand Junction or to the horse fly in Montrose. Like those were my two go tos. If I was meeting them in Delta here, I would meet them up at Stevie's. Right? Those are my those are my my places. So that way I didn't have to think about it, right? So I would say, hey, when are you free to get together? <clears throat> and they would say, oh, I'm free, you know, Wednesday or Thursday night. I'd be like, perfect. Wednesday night, meet me at the Feisty Pint, 7 p.m. So I wouldn't, and I wouldn't ask them, hey, would you like to meet me at the, I would tell them, meet me at this place at this time. You're telling them. That's an alpha move for one. It's a bold move. Chicks, chicks respond really well to that. And you, what you'll find is if you have a plan, and you tell them to meet you somewhere, you're going to get more yeses. All right. It's like magic. That's uh, so I was talking with a nurse chick the other night. I had her out uh, for her birthday. We went out to, to dinner and drinks and we were, we we're talking about back when we were on dating apps and she, she, she just flat out told me, she goes, you know, you put the whole dating app thing on its head. And I was like, well, what do you mean by that? She goes, every guy would just want to fucking text all day, every day for days and weeks. And she's like, I kept, finding myself having to sort of push to go out on dates with guys. I had to be the one that said, Hey, so do you want to meet in person? You know, like what the fuck? And so I think a lot of guys are doing that. They're just texting until eventually the chick asks them out and then they're just failing. Okay. Don't do that. So I, and I just, I just didn't fuck around. I like, we, we chatted for a couple, couple messages back and forth. And then I said, okay, great. Meet me at this place at this time. And she was just like, Oh, Okay. Yes. And that, and, and every chick that I did that with, like had that, that same reaction, like, Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. Cause most guys aren't doing that. That by itself will set you apart on dating apps, not fucking around texting for too much and getting to the fucking point. And then I didn't, I never asked, I told them meet me here. And then you, once you do that and you set that date, uh, the, what I would do after that is I would say, you know what? I hate texting on these apps. Shoot me your number. That was more of a, I was also telling her to do that, right? Shoot me your number. Um, that was a test of interest on my part, right? So if she's interested, if she likes me on the app so far, she's agreed to go on a date with me and she gives me her number. Like it's, it's, it's a good side of interest. And then I would, uh, once I got her number, I would send like either a voice message or a video message if possible. Some like some chicks, like they can't receive those or whatever, but most of them can. I think almost all of them can now. <clears throat> but if you send like a voice or a video message after that, just say, Hey, Tina, this is Paul. 
now you have my number two. Okay, just something simple like that. Um, they like hearing your voice. They like the video. You could also send it as a text too. It's just not as effective. But when you do that, that spikes their, their investment level. They're like, oh shit, this guy actually is a real person. He's a real guy. I can hear his voice. They like that. Then you're less likely to get flaked on. So that's what I would do. Other dating coaches recommend setting the dates on the phone. You can do that. I hate using the fucking phone. <laughs> that's just me. So a lot of dating coaches, what they'll say is number close on the app. And they'll say, Oh, you seem like a cool chick, you know, like we should meet up for drinks. What's your number, right? Get the number and then call them and set the date. You can do it that way too. Both actually work. They actually do work. Okay. And then some coaches will say, oh, well, if you close on the phone, you're less likely to get flaked on. That's bullshit. Chicks are just flaky in general. <laughs> Can't get around it. Can't get around it. All right. Then, so once you get her number and you say, hey, you know, now you have my number too, stop fucking texting. You really want to keep texts like to an absolute bare minimum before the date. Okay. You don't want to be texting a lot before the date and try to set dates no more than like three days out. Okay. If you set it more than that, the, the likelihood of flaking goes up. Um, so try to set dates within like two or three days. If you can, if, it, if a chick can't meet up for a whole week, don't set the date. Just say, you know what? Um, I'll tell you what, I'll ping you later this week. And, uh, you know, I have a plan in mind and, uh, you know, I'll give you the, the details and we'll, we'll try it for next week or something like that, but don't set it then. Cause she's going to flake on you. Like setting dates for an entire fucking week out, waste your time. All right. So then get the fuck off the app. Phone calls and texts are for, for logistics, setting up dates only. You guys need to get in that habit. All right, man, we're over an hour here. High interest versus little to no interest. So, <clears throat> so it's a good time to bring this up. So uh, women will start showing signs of high or low interest when you first start interacting with them. All right. Corey Wayne in his book, How to Be a 3% Man, got the scale from Doc Love's book, The System. But Doc Love and Corey Wayne's scale is essentially the same. A chick, if she has an interest level below a five, right? It's a scale of like one to 10. If it, if she has her interest level below a five, you're wasting your time. She's never going to go out with you. You know, she's a, very low interest, right? You're, you're just wasting your time. You're never going to build that attraction level up enough to make it worth your while. So you need to move on. But typically when you meet a chick on a dating app, her attraction level for you, if you've matched and she's actually conversing with you, her attraction levels between, you know, five and six range. All right. And then the cooler, the slicker, the slicker you talk, uh, the funnier you are, you know, all this stuff takes into play, starts raising that attraction. Okay. Now, <laughs> Dr. Robert Glover in his book, he simplifies the whole situation. He says they either have high interest or low interest. Don't make it complicated. And I kind of like that, right? It's just, it's so much easier to, to, sort of tell a woman's like women's low interest responses and like learn when to not waste your time. Oh, hold on one second here. Hank Moody has another opener for you guys. And, and he also sent it as another super chat. So I'm going to, I'm going to give him this one this time. Hank Moody with the $2 super chat bio 90, 90% chance. I'm a better cook than you. All right. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> that probably does work really well because uh, 
that gives a chick something to work with. Like that's a good, seems like a good prompt. They're like, Oh yeah. <laughs> and with these modern women, that's actually probably a true statement. <laughs> All right. So anyways, interest versus low interest, right? You want to be like the gambler. You want to know when to hold them, when to fold them, when to walk away and when to run. You basically want to test for interest when you're dealing with women, right? And you want to typically test for interest with about three steps, right? Simple introduction. Don't use pickup lines. Banter and tease, okay? And then require something. That will tell you everything you need to know about women and their interest level. Those three things, right? Simple introduction. If she's still interested in talking with you, banter and tease her. If she's still interested in talking with you, require something of her. <clears throat> That's where you're setting a date. That's where you're asking for a number. You're requiring something of her. If she does all three of those things, she has high interest. Okay. What to do when she says, maybe, maybe I can go out. Maybe I'm available. That's when you want to use what's called the takeaway. It's a, it's called a takeaway sale. Um, I first learned about this from Corey Wayne's book, but it's used in sales all the time, right? Basically, the idea of a takeaway is you only want to do business with people who want to do business with you. So if a chick is being wishy-washy, she says maybe, just flat out tell her, you know what? I don't do maybes. Uh, if this isn't a good time for you, then we'll try again later. And then then shut the fuck up. <laughs> right? If she does actually have interest in you, she'll she'll flip things around and be like, no, 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 I can do it. I can do it. If she doesn't have interest in you, well, now you know. Told you everything you needed to know. Don't don't take it personally. <laughs> you know what? Some people like pineapple on their pizza. Some people like pepperoni. You know what I mean? You you might be the the, the pepperoni pizza, and she prefers pineapple. It's it's not it's not personal. It's a preference thing. Okay. So use the takeaway when when you get a wishy washy response, and never accept maybes. Never expect never accept wishy washy answers uh, from chicks. Flaky women. So I have flaky women. Um, here's the thing. Flaky dealing with flaky women is just a part of the game. It just is. Women are just naturally flaky. They don't know how to tell guys no. <laughs> so they'll tell you yes and then flake out on you. Right? Because they think they're sparing your feelings or whatever. Really, they're sparing their feelings. That's all they're doing. But uh, chicks are flaky. So what I recommend if you're setting a date, um, now, Corey Wayne, in his book, recommends not confirming dates. I, I think that's a foolish idea. Um, you can confirm dates. So I, what I would like to do is that the night before I, I had a date set is I would reach out around 6 p.m. And uh, just ask her something like, um, or, or tell her something like, uh, you know what? Looking forward to, to tomorrow night. I can't wait to see what you picked out to wear for me. Right. If she responds to that, like, oh, I've got the cutest shoes or whatever, like she's excited, she's going to meet up. You don't have to worry about it, right? If she doesn't respond at all, don't show up to the date. She's not, she's not going to show up. You're going to get stood up at that point. So, um, you know, and then and then also if she's planning on canceling, this gives her her opportunity to fucking cancel on you. Oh, you know what? I can't because blah blah blah. I'm, you know, my fifteenth grandma died. Like whatever. Okay, tells you everything you need to know, and then you're not wasting your time. 
you know that you, you don't actually go drive out to a, a venue. So like all the venues for me were almost all an hour away. That means a two hour round trip. I'm not wasting two hours round trip for a chick that's not going to show up. I'm just not going to do it. So uh, at least you don't waste your time that way. So I do recommend confirming dates. All right. Uh, that will at least all that kind of stuff will get you to the date. Uh, all the rest of the stuff in my chapter was on what to do while on the date. I'll save that for another episode since we're over an hour here. Um, I don't have any more super chats, so I think this is a good place to end things. Um, if you guys do have any more questions though, do send a super chat while I'm wrapping up here. And we'll try to get those answered. Uh, let's see here. I got to go back to my outline. All right. Okay. So anyways, tune in. <laughs> tune in this Friday, uh, this Friday morning at 10 a.m. Eastern time. I'm going to be talking about another chapter in my book. Um, so my book isn't a, a dating book, right? Oh, Santiago here says I need to write a, 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 re a relationship book. I may, I might someday. I might. This book though, this book I'm writing, it's on everything I wish I knew when I was 18. So I, I'm going to have a chapter on long-term relationships and then I'm going to have a chapter on marriage and children. So I'm going to have this stuff in my book. It's just not going to be fully comprehensive, but it's going to give you, you know, a great starting point for a lot of these things in your life. Um, so Friday, I'm going to be talking about one of those chapters and that chapter is on how just about anybody can be rich. Okay. Anybody. All right. Now, a lot of people are like, what? That's impossible. Well, for one, if you think it's impossible, you guys really should check out my practical law of attraction course <laughs> because that's a self-limiting belief. But uh, no, just about anybody can be rich. And so this, uh, this is really largely based on um, a, a couple of books I've read. On the, on the topic, right? But it's really uh, largely the Dave Ramsey method. And if you're in a financial mess, you'll want to tune in because the information I drop is it's life-changing. It was life-changing for me. When I read this book and I realized like I, I was thinking about money wrong like my whole life, uh, there's, a, there's a reason why rich people are rich and there's a reason why pe poor people are poor. And it's, and it's, all, it's all mindset. It's all, it's all mindset. <laughs> Uh, but if you start, if you change the way you think about money and wealth, um, and you get your finances in order, like it will change your life. And the, the younger you are, when you start doing this stuff, the better, right? If you're in your twenties right now, you have to tune into this episode because this will, this will, this will change your family fucking tree. Okay. Um, it was absolutely like life-changing for me when I read it. And I, and I, I wish I had learned this when I was 18. <laughs> I'm teaching my daughter this. I'm teaching my daughter and my son this right now. And my daughter, my daughter is like a sponge. She picks up everything that I, I tell her and she runs with it. So uh, she has a job. She's a, she just turned 18, but she's had a job for the last couple of years and every paycheck she's like, dad, can you take the amount out? Right. And so I take out, um, I take out 10% from her paycheck. Um, you know, I talk about in my chapter, we'll talk about it on Friday, but I talk about taking at least 15% out, but she takes out 10% from her, her check and puts it in an investment fund. Right. And she's been doing that since she was 16. So, um, when, by the time she's my age, she's going to be a millionaire. She's going to be absolutely be a millionaire. So we'll get into all of that. <clears throat> uh, if you missed it, listen to Monday's episode, guys. 
Monday's episode, my 3% brother Jacob joined me to talk about Batman game. It's getting a lot of great feedback. Uh, Jacob drops so many gems in it. Um, in fact, I already talked to him about coming back on the podcast. So that's that uh, he's going to be coming back on. We're going to record another one here in a, in a couple of weeks. So tune into Monday's episode. It's, it's really, it's really great. I'm going to start having more of my 3% brothers on the podcast again. That's how this podcast started is I was interviewing guys from my, my, my 3% brotherhood group. Um, back when it was the 3% man group, but the guys in that group, like we're such a, we're all a group of guys that are studying this stuff and we're practicing it and we're swapping notes. And like all the, like all the, the guys of the group that have been in there from the beginning that have been putting in the work they're 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 all living like amazing lives right now. They all have really hot girlfriends. Like it, this stuff, you know, if you study it, will change the game for you. If you guys want to join the group, there's a link in the description. You have to have read how to be a 3% man though, and be able to answer the admin questions to get in. But once you get in, dude, the guys in that group are just like, dude, they're like next level, you know? And so I love having them on the podcast because none of you guys have heard of them, but they have so much great information to share. So um, anyways, yeah, tune into Jacob's episode from Monday. You guys will love it. Other than that, let's go through. Oh, let's see here. Do we have any more super chats? Yeah, <laughs> Jacob is the goat. Yeah. Um, all right. Let's go ahead and do this stuff and then we'll, we'll, we'll close this out. Be sure if you guys haven't done so already, be sure to like subscribe, hit those notifications. If you're watching a replay, drop a comment, your favorite emoji. I don't care. All helps in the algorithm. Follow me on social media. I'm on all the good ones. Join the Patreon, patreon.com for uh, slash come on my pod. You can join for 10 bucks. That really helps support the show. Uh, when you join these live streams, send a super chat or a super sticker. That helps support the show so much. You guys, I really appreciate you guys that that do that. Uh, get on the email list, list.comeonmanpod.com. I'll send you some stickers. That way, if I ever get deplatformed, I can like let you know where I'm at. And then if you like those stickers, most of these right here are available on mugs and stuff like that. The only one that's not a sticker is this uh, no cold approach in the cow pasture one. That's only available on mugs and t-shirts and stuff like that. And then check out my course, Practical Law of Attraction course, loa.comeonmanpod.com. Uh, like it really will help out in all areas of your life. Like a lot of my commercials are geared towards finding like the woman of your dream or whatever. And that will, it'll absolutely help you with that. But, uh, and, and the reason why the commercials are that way is because a lot of you guys are here for dating and relationship stuff, right? But this course, once you learn this stuff, this stuff will change all areas of your life, right? Finances, health, <laughs> all that kind of stuff. Um, just like really general relationships with friends and stuff like that, right? Like this, the mindset course, once you get your mind right, everything else falls into place. So definitely check that out. All right. That's all I have this week, guys. I guess we'll catch you guys on uh, Friday. This has been the Come On Man podcast. Now, Go out and get it.